listening to the Sports Roundtable Show, home to the NFL's New Orleans Saints, Alabama Crimson Tide, SPHL Ice Flyers, NBA New Orleans Pelicans, Catholic High Football, and interviews fans have been waiting to hear. Are you ready? Touchdown! Unbelievable! All the games, all the names, all you need to know. Paul Chestnut, breaking down the sports that matters. Super Bowl champ, Josh Sitton. From the Pelicans Radio Network, Daniel Sullison. The Hall of Famer himself, Phil Villano. Voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Eli Gold. This is a pleasure to uh, be able to chat with you. Mike Dettelier, who joins us here from the Saints Radio Network. Sports information fans have been waiting for. Touchdown! It's Pensacola's best sports and host, Paul Chestnut. Can't believe what I'm seeing right now. Unbelievable! The Sports Roundtable Show with Paul Chestnut is on the air. Are you ready? Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome. We are at midweek. Yes, we are. We're almost getting there. We're getting closer and closer and closer for a big uh, a big football weekend, yeah, with high school football on Friday night, Catholic and Navarre. We're at Navarre on Friday night. Hear it all on Fox Sports, the Fan 101.1, of course. Of course, the uh, Fox Sports Pensacola app. Uh, Catholic at Navarre. It all begins 7 o'clock, 7.30 kickoff, and then you got some college football games that are going to get going. And the NFL is going to finish their preseason as well. But to start the show today, we're going to talk some Pensacola Blue Wahoos as today's show presented to you by good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan, located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. Check out all of the August savings going on as we speak. Sandy Sansing Nissan, right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. Next week, we'll be over there to broadcast our show. Jimmy Cagles, our producer. Paul Chestnut with you, and yeah, we're going to dive into the Pentacle of Blue Wahoos here because they finished their homestand last week. Didn't go all that well. They finished it on a high note uh, with the, with a W, though. And then last night, they hit the road. Uh, they got a series in Biloxi, and they ended up winning uh, last night. So here we are at the end of August. they got a couple weeks to go here. And then the playoffs uh, will begin, and we got the Hall of Famer Bill Vallana who's kind enough to join us to uh, uh, talk about the Blue Wahoos, who was at the game, he was telling us in Biloxi. And Bill, it's Paul Chestnut. Thank you so much for your time, and how you doing on this Wednesday? Well, Paul, I'm, I'm trying to stay cool like everybody else. It's been uh... – it's been a summer unlike any other that I've I've experienced here in in uh, this part of uh, the country. That's for sure. But yeah, uh, last night um, a group of us went over as just sort of a field trip, so to speak, um, to see the the Blue Wahoos game at Biloxi. They had a big win. They jumped out to a, a five nothing lead and then seven one and wound up winning ten to three and, and played well. Kind of a Kind of a carryover from the way they they beat they played Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Blue Wahoo Stadium, where they won two out of three, at to kind of salvage a little bit from from what had been a rough start and and a really a nine game losing streak that that was halted, but the nine game losing streak matched the franchise record of nine that was set in. 
2013. So a 10-year record was matched, but they didn't lose 10 in a row. So they won on Friday, and then they they came back, and they won on Sunday, and then they played well last night. Well, Bill, there's been a lot of changes up and down all around. You can name it with the Blue Wahoos. You need that social media just to uh, – just to catch all the savings, that's how it is this time of the year. Every single day there's a move, not just one, maybe two, and maybe three players as well. Maybe just share with us, you know, with all these changes, you know, uh, uh, trying to keep track here. Why don't you just share with us you know, you know, the mood, what do you sense, the way that they're playing right now. I know, as you mentioned, you were there. They won last night, but uh, – what do you think the way that this team is playing right now as you're coming down telling last couple of weeks here and then playoffs? Well, you know, Paul, uh, this is all sort of a normal thing with minor league baseball. There's going to be movement, and um, a lot of it dictated straight from the, the top level with the Miami Marlins, and then it goes to AAA and down to AA to and Pensacola. So it's not anything abnormal, but, you know, uh, obviously Griffin Conine, who had been a big part of this team for the last couple years, is now in AAA, and and, uh, and he's getting his chance. And Troy Johnston, who was really a, a red-hot hitter for the Blue Wall, who's in the first half, he's doing very well at AAA Jacksonville. May, you know, who knows, may get called up before the season ends to, to the Marlins. Um, and then pitching-wise, you know, it's it's tough. You've you're, you got still a lot of the guys that, that started the year here. One of those was Luis Palacios, who pitched well last night. Um, and they got good relief from Zach McCambly, who's gone into the role of a reliever. So, you know, they're... They're needing just. I think if there's one thing about it is they've they've been able to adapt. You know, they went through a rough patch. They lost six in a row to Chattanooga on the road. Came back, played Montgomery, lost the first three games. So the losing streak hit nine. But then on Friday, they started to play a lot better, and it carried over into Saturday and Sunday, and certainly last night. Um, and, you know, this is probably going to be the team that, uh, you know, is in the playoffs, uh, the, the playoff roster team. So, you know, they just got to – I mean, they, they're good enough uh, right now that they can compete with anybody in the league, obviously. So, you never know. I mean, remind, I'm, I'm, I always try to remind myself and everyone, last year, you know, they went into the playoffs on a, on a losing note. Uh, they had a rough series against Biloxi, and they lost the first game of the playoffs. They were down to a do-or-die game for the season. They won that, won the next one, advanced, then came back to win the final two games of the championship series. So you never know, short series, what could happen. But it's been a good year, a very good year for these guys. I mean, uh, they, they've played well overall. They've played well all year through a long season. Bill, talk a little bit about Jacob Barry. Uh, of course, he, he had a great college career there at LSU. And, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to meet with him a couple of weeks ago, sat down with the interview in, in, in the dugout with him there. 
Uh, just, uh, you know, he, he seems like he's a big fan favorite right now. Yeah, Paul, you know, he batted 400, batted 400 last week at home. He has hit well at uh, Blue Wahoo Stadium. That, that has been where, now he played well last night, had a couple of hits. I thought he, uh, he had one strikeout last night, but I thought the other at-bats were really good at-bats. Um, and, you know, he was playing third base last night. The challenge for him, as, as he, you think about a major league level, is does he play third base or first base? Um, that's the issue. And, you know, he had a couple of errors last week that are normal kind of things for guys learning, you know, at this level, a game moves a little bit faster. But that, that's the thing with him. I think, you know, what position will be the right one if, if, if he is to advance in the major leagues. Obviously, he's got, you know, the hitting tools. I, I think uh, I think we'll see him, you know, obviously the rest of this year and, and who knows, you know, going into next year. I mean, he, he's only a year removed from the draft. and um, But he's playing well. I mean, I, I you know, definitely you can see the, the talent and um, like the way he swung the bat Sunday – really good he you know he laid a a perfect bunt down in that game Sunday that was pivotal he had another like I said last night he played well um and hit well I thought there's you know most of his at-bats have been very good at bat so he's moving just fine I mean I think uh um a guy that the Marlins have to be happy with because as everyone might know, you know, they haven't been as successful with some other first-round picks in past years. J.J. Uh, Bladé, obviously, that, that guy that they had to trade, and Max Meyer's been injured. So, you know, those top picks, you got to hit on them if you're going to, you know, move the guys up into the major leagues. Well, Bill, what do you think that the, the Blue Wahoos team going to look like for the playoffs? Is it is it going to be a different team than what it is right now? I know we talked about the movement, and obviously it's normal. But uh, you think any – and I know all the players from AAA, they want to go to the major league team. Um, any help there will be at a different look for, for playoffs or not? Well, Paul, one big difference uh, to note with everybody listening is, you know, in the past, Major League rosters expanded on September 1st. This year, that's no longer the case. You, you can you can have a 28-man roster in the big leagues, but, you know, it used to be you could put 40 guys on the roster in September and, and get them work, but that's no longer the case. So I, I don't expect a whole lot of change um, unless there's injuries that you can't foresee at the, at the higher level. But I think this will be the team that, that they'll have. And, you know, the starting pitching that they've got right now is, is good enough to win. Um, But who knows? I mean, it's, it's just hard to, you know, baseball guys. There's going to be some peaks and valleys, and they definitely went through a valley. But the games I've seen, the last four games I've watched these guys play, they played well. So um, you know, 
I mean, they're not as good as they were. Obviously, they're not as good as the team that played the first half of the season. I mean, you can't, you know, you take out Rick Griffin, Conine, you, you take out Troy Johnston, you you know, Dax Fulton was part of that pitching staff, Yuri Perez was part of that pitching staff. I mean, you're not going to be the same team. So we'll see, but it's been a good year. It's been a very good year for them. Okay, Bill, let's talk about the major league team, the Miami Marlins. Seems like they've been pretty steady here in of August. Uh, one, do they have what it takes here to, to make the playoffs? And two, just your thoughts. Yuri Perez, I thought saw that he was phenomenal the other night uh, pitching in the major league. So he's getting experience in, in, much, in, in, in big games here down the stretch for the Marlins. Just your thoughts. Well, uh, Paul, Yuri Perez, uh, last time out, his last outing was in Dodger Stadium. He struck out 10 batters, Matt, a career high for him in the major leagues. Now think about this. He's 20 years old. He's facing the Los Angeles Dodgers lineup, one of the best in baseball, some of the best hitters in the world. He had 10 strikeouts in that game. The guy is phenomenal. Um, really could be rookie of the year in the National League. Um, got really a good chance at, at, uh, and, and, and an honor, postseason honor. Just a phenomenal guy. And I want to remind everyone listening, we're going to have a Yuri Perez bobblehead night next Friday, September 1st. He has signed a 10 or 15 bobbleheads. We, we don't know whether we're going to you know, offer those as a surprise or how, but, but there, but we are giving away a Yuri Perez bobblehead. It's really a nice, nice, uh, collectible, uh, seeing it. And Yuri obviously has, um, posed with it when he was back here. So people saw in Pensacola, people saw one of the, you know, the top young pitching prospects in a long, long time pitch here for two seasons, and it was pretty cool. Yuri Perez, um, like I said, is now going to be part of the Miami Marlins push, and you asked me, do I think they have a shot? Yes, to get the wild card spot. The problem that that exists, Paul, is their schedule is tough. I mean, they, they finish up a series tonight in San Diego, but, you know, they, they got the Dodgers at home. They got they got to play the Braves again. Um, it's 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 tough, Paul. That that schedule they got is is not easy. The rest of the way, there's not a whole lot of series where you look like oh they can they can win this series. But they're you know you get pitching like they got last night and like they can get with guys like Yuri and Sandy Alcantara. You, you know you can. <laughs> You can compete against anybody with those guys. So it, they got a they got a shot to make the wild card. They're right in it, but the schedule's not favorable for them. That's the one thing. Well, Bill, you brought everybody out last Saturday night. You made a, an announcement in high school football, first city bowl, the first ever to take place first Friday in November. You, Red Summerford, head coach of Tate, Ryan Anka, head coach Washington. So you're going to have Tate Washington playing the first City Bowl game. Just uh, you know, uh, you know, high school football, Blue Wahoo Stadium, um, you, you, regular season game. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, it'll be the first time we've played a high school regular season game. We did have, we were host years and years ago. We were host of the Pensacola Sports High School All-Star Game that is played in December. But this will be the first regular season game. It's the last week of the regular season. We are going to do this kind of like a little bit of a bowl game. Both school bands are going to be able to perform, you know, a full halftime show. So we're going to extend the halftime. There there won't be turf over the dirt. The infield will stay the same. The teams know that. Um, But it's really cool. We think it's going to be an annual event. And we're looking forward to having a great crowd. I I think – you know, I, I was talking to both coaches. I, I don't know the, if if this has been done anywhere in in our area for a, playing a neutral site game like this. Um, I don't think it's happened. So it's kind of a cool, you know, a cool first time venture. We've come up with a nice logo and calling it the first City Bowl in reference to Pensacola's history. And um, I think it's going to be great. I, I think it'll be a great experience for these guys to play in that stadium with the video board and the sound system and a unique setting and all of that. And and it's a nice way to end the regular season for both teams. And we, we were able to get a nice little signing event between innings on a Saturday night where we had a full crowd. So a lot of people now know about it. And... Um, you know, hopefully on November third we'll have a you know a sellout crowd and a great atmosphere there. Yeah, I I, I do remember when Ed Rig, Ed Rigby was the head football coach there at Tate High School. And I'm sure you know him. He's he's mm-hmm. the uh, husband of Chandra Rigby, the successful coach there, women's basketball coach at Troy. Uh, they did not make the playoffs, Tate, and he had a miracle bowl for the Miracle League. But it was hosted mm-hmm. at Tate High School, is what it was. So yeah, this right. is different. This neutral side here, Tate involved in it uh, as well. So um, yeah, it should be should be very fun for all the uh, players in the first City Bowl. But Bill, hey, thank you. Thanks so much for your time. You stay cool. Hopefully next week with the next homestand, the uh, temperatures will start to fall. We'll see. I hope so, Paul. Thank you though for having me and allowing me some time, and uh, you have a great rest of the day and week. All right, thanks so much for the Hall of All Famer, right. Bill Valona, joining us here. Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable Show, presented to you by good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan, located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, and Car City. Back with more on The Fan 101.1 FM. And the Pensacola Blue Wahoos have won the Southern League Championship. Playoff ticket packages are on sale now as the Pensacola Blue Wahoos look to defend their Southern League title. As many as four playoff games will be held at Blue Wahoo Stadium from September 21st to September 27th, including every game in which Pensacola could clinch a series win. Any unplayed games will be credited towards a regular season home game in 2024. Don't miss out as the Wahoos chase another championship. 
To purchase tickets, visit BlueWahoos.com. Hey, this is Drew, and I'm a service technician with Express Air Conditioning. I've been working for Express Air for over five years, and last year, I made over six figures. I have Florida Blue health benefits, and I get a paid vacation every year. Express Air Conditioning is a great place to work. Looking for a great job with amazing benefits? Then apply online at Express10 at BellSouth.net or call 850-484-3542. Gotta call Barnes Feed Store is your one-shop place for everything. For the gardeners, Barnes Feed Store is your plant seeds and fertilizer. Hunter shop now to catch in on the savings and stop by for the Pennington Rackmaster Plot Seed Mix. Barnes Feed Store has a variety of seeds with the best nutrients and protein, including flavor rice bran and deer candy. Barnes Feed Store, locally and family-owned for over 65 years, has all of your needs for pets with pet houses, food supplies, and much more. Don't forget about the Big Green Egg Grill. Barnes Feed Store, located at 8650 North Palafox Street in Ensley. Making your office or home look professional can be a tough decision, especially when it involves your rugs and floor covering. Call the professionals at Carpet Creations at 432-7000. Carpet Creations is your local full-service commercial floor covering dealer open from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m. and knows what it takes to make you satisfied and feel right at home. At Carpet Creations, you have plenty of selections to choose from, whether it be carpet or wood flooring. Go with the experience and knowledgeable professionals for your office or your home. Call Carpet Creations at 432 are you ready to transform your outdoor space? All About Pavers and Remodeling, your premier destination for all your paving and remodeling needs. Need paver repairs? We've got you covered. Our experts can restore and repair your existing pavers, ensuring they look as good as new. And if you're working on a small project or need to match existing pavers, we offer antique pavers by the unit. 850-393-9705. 850-393-9705. To schedule your consultation, visit www.pensacolapaper.com No need in trying no. Ah, We're at midweek and closer to the weekend here. Jimmy Cagle's in just that mood, are you not? You can tell. Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show presented to you by good friends. Oh, we see he's continuing it there, huh? <laughs> it's presented to you by our good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan, located around the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City, Paul Chestnut, back with you. The Reese Senior Bowl, they got their watch list out. Yeah, this is where all the uh, colleges, they, they get the PR out of it. The Reese Senior Bowl does, and it helps out all the colleges with their big-time name players on who may play in the Reese Senior Bowl. But Graham Mertz. Quarterback Florida Gators, one of them, Jordan Travis as well. Uh, quarterback Florida State, Joe Milton, Tennessee. Hey, if you have a name, you're probably on it. All right. So that's your uh, Reese Senior Bowl. Watch, go to SeniorBowl.com to uh, check it out. High School Football Friday night. We're excited about it. It's, it's going to be a close game. Catholic at Navarre, 7.30 kickoff. Teresa Optical and Associates pregame. 7 o'clock, it's presented to you by good friends at Pensacola Blue Wahoos on Fox Sports The Fan, 101.1 Tampa Bay Bucks. Saturday night at 6 on Fox Sports The Fan. And the Saints, 7 o'clock on WPNN. Back with more. We got we got Crimson Tide today. Zach and Jacob up on the way as well on The Fan, 101.1 FM. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. At Sky's Pizza Pie, our customers receive three things. 
value, flavor, and 100% satisfaction. Voted best pizza and lunch special seven years in a row, best of the coast. Calzones, Stromboli's, wings, pizza by the slice, and unforgettable garlic knots. Delivery, pickup, or dine-in, Monday through Saturday, happy hour 4 to 7 at 5559 North Davis Highway. Visit SkiesPizzaPie.com for daily specials. Experience Skies Pizza Pie. Are you in need of comprehensive insurance coverage for your home or business? Look no further than Poulos & Associates. At Poulos & Associates, we specialize in providing tailored insurance solutions to meet your specific needs. Whether you require a homeowner's insurance policy for your cherished home or general liability, workers' comp, commercial auto insurance, or bonds for your business, we have you covered. Located at 1375 West Garden Street in Pensacola, Florida, give Linda or Anthony Poulos a call at 850-438-7255. That's 850-438-7255. Barnes Feed Store is your one-shop place for everything. For the gardeners, Barnes Feed Store is your plant seeds and fertilizer. Hunter shop now to catch in on the savings and stop by for the Pennington Rackmaster Plot Seed Mix. Barnes Feed Store has a variety of seeds with the best nutrients and protein, including flavor rice bran and deer candy. Barnes Feed Store, locally and family-owned for over 65 years, has all of your needs for pets with pet houses, food supplies, and much more. Don't forget about the Big Green Egg Grill. Barnes Feed Store, located at 8650 North Palafox Street in Ensley. Are you ready for the ride of your life? At Cool Carts, we've got everything you need to hit the road in style. Whether you're looking for a reliable golf cart, a rugged utility vehicle, or a sleek street legal ride, we've got the most desirable brands on the Gulf Coast, including Club Car and Advanced EV. Need a trailer? We've got those too. Safely transport your cart wherever you go with our wide selection of high-quality trailers. Financing with rates as low as 0% for 36 months with approved credit. Cool Carts, if you can dream it, we can build it. Hi, my name is Morris Hines. I'm the Director of Sales with Freedom Boat Club. I would like for you to listen to what a few of our customers have to say about us. Every one of the boats looked immaculate. They looked clean and they looked new. I don't have to worry about maintenance. I don't have to clean the boat. You can walk off the boat and hand somebody the keys and and, uh, they take care of all that for you. To schedule a personal tour, please call me at 450-6718 or visit us online at freedomboatclub.com. Hi, this is Jacob Lintner from Lloyd's Autoglass with some serious food for thought. Just like you, I never give a second thought to the fact that I spend my travel time surrounded by glass, a transparent, durable, yet sometimes fragile product that for the most part we take for granted until it breaks. It keeps us all warm, cool, dry, and most importantly, safe. More comfort and safety features are being incorporated into Autoglass with each new model introduction. Don't trust anyone but the most highly skilled experts to repair, replace, and recalibrate your vehicle glass. We are the experts. Check our reviews, certifications, and awards. No one is even close. Don't be pushed to use the national networks. Insurance companies are just trying to cut costs. By law, you have the right to choose, so avoid the runaround and just call us directly, and we will handle everything for you and deliver the quality you deserve. Call Lloyd's Glass and experience real, live, local people that care. 800-72-GLASS or lloydsglass.com. Ah, we're moving along. Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable Show. Jimmy Kegel, our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you. You need to go and check out all the savings. Everything that is on the lot at Sandy Santing Nissan, located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City, 
August savings. We're, we're, we're running out of time in the month of August, so they're, they're pushing out the vehicles. We're going to be over at Sandy Santing Nissan next week because uh, at the end of next week, it's September. So, uh, yeah, check out all the savings going on. Sandy Sansing Nissan right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. We're going to get to uh, Zach Schroeder, Jacob Lettner soon here. But right now, it is time for Crimson Tide Today. Roger Hoover brought to you by Barnes Hitting and Air. Barnes Heating and Air is a proud sponsor of Alabama football, serving the entire Pensacola community for over 50 years. Barnes Heating and Air is passionate about providing customers with world-class air conditioning and heating repairs, sales, and installation. Barnes Heating and Air is family-owned, insured, and committed to quality. For a free estimate, call 478-0141. Barnes Heating and Air is number one in customer service with service calls seven days a week. Call Barnes Heating and Air, 478-0141, and roll tide. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama volleyball head coach Rashinda Reed, last week on Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, detailed the leadership on this Alabama volleyball team. I love like how they're working with uh, their teammates and how they're teaching them the new system. And, you know, you never know how they're going to work together. You know, are they going to be really close or are they going to be threatened? But right now you can see at least a strong bond. We had them come in a little earlier this summer. And I feel like that that helped us tremendously as far as bridging that gap. Because right now during the summer, coaches are not able to work with the players. So it had to be player-led, and that, I feel like, forged a really great bond within the team. So what I love is that, you know, all the things that we had talked about in the spring season, that the ladies are teaching our newcomers that, and uh, I just... If you missed our conversation with Rashinda Reed, catch it on demand on Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, archived on the CTSN Facebook and YouTube channels. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network, from Learfield. Uh, great job by Roger Hoover. As always, Crimson Tide today brought to you by good friends at Barnes Heating and Air. We count down the days for Alabama football on WPNN. Right now, we're going to talk some sports. Zach Schroeder with us in studio. Jacob Littner back with us, but on the phone uh, from his place at Florida State where he is a student there. So, Zach, hello. How are you doing on this Wednesday? Yeah, Paul, I'm doing great. Thank you thank you for having me on the show today. Um, you know, my week started off with a bang with the Saints W as, as well as a Buccaneers win. And it's great to have Jacob Littner joining us once again on the phone today. Yeah, it's great, great stuff to have Jacob back because he had to get situated. You know, he had to travel down to Tallahassee, get situated, I believe, in his dorm. And uh, and we got him on the phone at Florida State. So, Jacob, how how you doing? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Thanks for having me today. Well, it's great to have you on. So are you, you know, Zach and I are, are curious. So are, are you all situated on campus at Florida State? Yes, I am. I'm back in my apartment. Got everything back, moved in, doing all good over here. Ah, so you got an apartment. You don't live in a dorm then, huh? You got a- freshman, freshman year, I lived in a dorm. Okay, so so where, where does that rate? I mean, can't you're you're what a junior now, correct? Junior? Yes, sir. 
Okay, so do do juniors stay in dorms or not? Not usually, but um, I'm obviously very lucky to be in an apartment, and right now I'm looking out my window at Dope Campbell Stadium, so right. feels feels very, very good. Zach, he's living large, isn't he? Yeah, lucky guy. <laughs> uh, so, so, so uh, Jacob, Jacob, when I went to college, I lived in the dorm for three years, all right? And then the last year, the last year I went to an apartment complex, catty corner from the dorm. So it was kind of like the same. And I lived in the basement because I was a late add-on, you know, with all the, 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 the seniors there. They say, you take the basement, okay? <laughs> but anyway, you don't have the basement, do you, Jacob? No, no, sir, I do not. You got prime time, right? You got, you, you probably not only got one room, you probably got two, huh? I, I share, it's, it's me and uh, we have two different rooms. It's a two-by-two two style apartment. Uh, how did I know that? All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's begin here. Okay, we got Jacob Littner. He's situated at Florida State. Zach Schroeder uh, in the studio here. Zach, you mentioned your 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 week started out great. The the Saints game Sunday night, L.A. Chargers. They ended up winning. They're two and zero in the preseason. They have never gone undefeated in the history of the Saints preseason football undefeated. They got a chance on Sunday night. Just uh, your thoughts on the win. Yeah, so first of all, Saints won 22-17. It was a drag, pretty dragged-out game in the second half, mostly with field goals. But my the two biggest plays that really stood out to me were uh, that drive with Kendra Miller. He just absolutely took over. A dime from Jameis Winston. It was a 30-something yard play, I forget. But And then he went in and had the rushing touchdown to finish out the drive in the second quarter uh, with a touchdown. But also another play that stood out to me was when Jake Hayner came in the game he kind of looked like he had some Patrick Mahomes magic with that 55-yard bomb. And I loved what I saw from the Saints this week, and we're 2-0 and in the preseason. Yeah, it's a big, big plus. Okay, yeah, Jacob, as you're there in, in Tallahassee on the campus of Florida State, uh, what are your thoughts about the Saints being 2-0? and And also, Michael Thomas, who obviously didn't play and. And week two, and Zach, we'll get your comments on him. You know, after we hear from Jacob, will Michael Thomas be the same Michael Thomas like everybody knew him? It, it's. I mean, there's not a straight up answer. It's it's just injury because we know that Michael Thomas is a phenomenal football player. We know he's a phenomenal football player, but we what we also know is that he's played ten games since 2019. And last year he started three games, and those three games before he got hurt, he had three touchdowns, 57 yards per game. I mean, he was on pace to really get back into the swing of things, looked really good. A lot of people were confident, and then injury again. So it's, it's not about if Michael Thomas is still good, because I truly believe he is. And I truly believe that Derek Carr, he could be great, but it's the injury thing, and I, I can't really predict that. Well, Zach, does Michael Thomas have to be the same player that he was because you got Chris Olave? He might be the number one player. You got 
Jawan Johnson, who had that contract extension, a lot of speed with she Shahid. Uh, what are your thoughts with Michael Thomas? I absolutely agree with Jacob in this in this scenario here. Um, I do think that Michael Thomas is not going to be the top wide receiver for the Saints this season. I think really Chris Olave and Juan John, Johnson, uh, even in the tight end spot, and Rashid Shahid has a bright future ahead of him as well. Um, no doubt, Michael Thomas is a great player, but we okay. Well, week one of the preseason against the Chiefs, we saw he was even getting double teamed a few plays. So I think other players in the league know that Michael Thomas is still a great wide receiver, and I think him getting double teamed will help Olave and Rashid Shahid and other receivers on the Saints. You know, get more op- get more open and get more catches. So I don't know. I think Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid might take over. All right, the Saints, they end the preseason Sunday night. Sunday night, three straight Sunday games during the preseason for the Saints. They end it Sunday night, 7 o'clock kickoff, Caesar Superdome against Houston here at on WPNN. All right, Tampa Bay Bucks, big announcement yesterday. Later on, we're going to hear from Baker Mayfield. He has been named the starter for the Tampa Bay Bucks. They finished the preseason against uh, Baltimore. Had that winning streak snapped on Monday night. Uh, Six o'clock here on Fox Sports, the Fame 101.1. Zach, let's start with you here. Your thoughts, Baker Mayfield being named the uh, starting quarterback. I absolutely agree in this scenario. I've, I've been rooting for Baker Mayfield really since the beginning. Um, when he joined the Buccaneers, I think, you know, he just has more the more experience. He's got more years under his belt, played for the Browns. Uh, then he went to the Panthers, uh, then the Rams, and then now he's at the Buccaneers. So I think he definitely has more experience under his belt than Kyle Trask. And I think I agree with this. Uh, I agree with this, you know, decision from the Buccaneers. All right, Jacob, what are your thoughts here? Baker Mayfield, the guy? I I agree from the point of the way that they chose to do their offseason. When I think about the Buccaneers, this offseason with the departure of Tom Brady and kind of a new era of this team, I was very surprised that they kept both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and a lot of their defensive stars which tells me that they're still wanting to contend a bit, which I don't necessarily think they can do with Baker. But when I present it, I just, at this point in time, yes, Baker's the answer. But if I could go back, it seems to me that them trying to contend for this weak NFC South division isn't worth, in the long run, them getting into their rebuild earlier. So ideally, they would have given up a star in the offseason and then started Trask see what he has and if not you get Caleb Williams or Drake May next year okay here's the question and nobody has the answer to it Baker Mayfield's your week one number starter can he be consistent enough that come week eight nine ten and in the year he's still the starter that's the question everybody wants to know yeah we all get it you know he's the number one starter here We'll find out as the season goes along. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's talk Florida Gators. Gators football, Fox Sports, the fame, 101.1 Gators at Utah, the last day of August. Uh, next Thursday, August 31, to hear all Gators games on Fox Sports, the fame, 101.1. What do you think here, uh, Zach? Let's start with you. Flor- Florida Gators type of season that they are going to have here as we get closer to their first game? Well, when I look at the Florida Gators 
season this year. Billy Napier returning as second-year head coach. I really look at the, the Florida Gators season this year as a rebuilding year. Um, I think they split their games six and six, and mm. I do think they make a bowl game, but I don't think it will really matter at that point. I think it's really a rebuilding year, and I think – them looking forward is what they need to be doing. Yeah, rebuilding your I, – I, I want to see how long the Gator faithful, the fans, can stay patient with Billy Napier. He's the right guy, I agree. But, he, but he needs time. Okay, Jacob, we have Graham Mertz, the Reese's Senior Bowl today. They came out with the watch list. Florida Gator quarterback, the transfer. Graham Mertz is on that watch list. What what are your thoughts on the Florida Gators that everybody can hear on Fox Sports the Fan one one point one this season? Yeah, if I'm gonna be honest, Graham Mertz, I don't think he's I mean, if you watch the spring game, it wasn't great. And I don't feel very confident about their quarterback situation in those terms. I think that they go five and seven, but I'll give them a ceiling of six and six. And it, like Zach said, I don't think it really matters this year. Like it can be awesome to go to a bowl game, but it's, it's this is a full rebuilding year, and I can see them taking some tough losses. And their schedule really isn't very forgiving at all either. So uh, I have them going five and seven this year, missing out on a bowl game. Okay, this is the time of the year. You get the preseason college football poll. You get the preseason Heisman talk as well. Zach, why don't you share with us some of the Heisman favorites? Does the quarterback at Southern Cal, does he get a repeat? So I have three players on my list right here that I think are the highest odds to win the Heisman Trophy again. So obviously last year, the former Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, the quarterback at USC, um, last season threw over 4,500 passing yards, 42 touchdowns on only five interceptions. He's incredible talent. I think he definitely he is the favorite to win it again this season, and I completely agree with that. Uh, the second with the the player with the second highest odds, I have LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, passed for twenty just under three thousand passing yards last season, seventeen touchdowns, and on only three interceptions. You know he returning to LSU this year. I see them being great this season. Really, they're ranked I think the fifth fifth best team. And I think Jaden Daniels could definitely do some damage this season. But for my third, kind of a sleeper uh, Heisman Trophy candidate here. But I have the wide receiver from Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's just a beast. I mean, last season. I like that selection there. Yeah, last season, over 1,200 receiving yards, 14 touchdowns. And I look back at last season, last year, when they played Georgia in the playoffs, he was injured in the first half. But in that same first half, he had five receptions, 105 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. So a huge impact on that game. And I think that game, that game could have potentially had a different, uh, you know, ending if he was healthy. You but. bring up, uh, you bring up a good point here. And Jacob, we're going to get your thoughts real quick because if Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy, he's your first back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner since Archie Griffin who is a running back at Ohio State. So if Ohio State is up there, and they beat Michigan, sorry, Chris Bowen, Marvin Harrison's going to get the votes because the Ohio State faithful will not want Caleb Williams to go back-to-back 
with Archie. I, I, you know, that, that's just how it works. Okay, Jacob, your your, your thoughts, preseason Heisman favorites. Yeah, I have Caleb Williams, number one. I just think it's very likely, especially with a bunch of powerhouse teams having new quarterbacks that he repeats. But I'm going to give you a couple. I'm going to give Marvin Harrison at two. I really don't think that that's a long shot at all. He's reunited with Kyle McCord, most likely his high school quarterback. They've had years of chemistry. And Marvin Harrison is amazing. They would have beat Georgia, I completely believe it, if he stayed healthy and didn't get knocked out of that game last year. And then my third one, I'll throw up an even more wild card, Brock Bowers, Georgia. Mm. Brock Bowers is the definition to me of a generational tight end, I think even more than Kyle Pitts was out of Florida. And I think they may lean pretty heavily on him with a new quarterback situation. So Brock Bowers out of Georgia, I know it's a tight end that sounds crazy, but Brock Bowers is – I mean, saying calling him a tight end is kind of disrespectful for how much he does for that football team. Another, I'm going to do an honorable mention. This may be my sleeper pick. Save this segment if it works. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., the lefty quarterback out of Washington. I have a ton of faith in Washington this year. And if they're up in that top five, Michael Penix is amazing. And a lot of draft analysts have him going in the first round already. Watch out for the Heisman. Brock Bowers. Uh, I think that's a great pick. He just might be, you know, Reese's senior bowl watch list out today. He could be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. He's he's that good. Hey, we'll get the sleeper picks next week. We're running out of time here. We got to hear what Baker Mayfield said when he was, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, I'm the guy, I'm the man, and what he uh, he thinks. But uh, Jacob, classes today. You all done? No classes yet. Starts next Monday. Oh, next Monday is you got there early. Kind of like you're smart. Yeah. yeah. You wanted yes, to sir. get away from dad a little bit, huh? Is that what is that what it was all about? Not that. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> 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 wanted to be on your own, huh? No. <laughs> Nah, I get. I'm just. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. Zach and uh, Jacob, thank you so much. Great stuff. Great work. Have yourself great day. Great uh, weekend. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Paul, and looking forward to next time. Zach Schroeder, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Zach Schroeder, Jacob Littner, Baker Mayfield. We'll try to get some comments in. That's coming up next. It's the Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable on the FAM 101.1 FM. And the Pensacola Blue Wahoos have won the Southern League Championship. Playoff ticket packages are on sale now as the Pensacola Blue Wahoos look to defend their Southern League title. As many as four playoff games will be held at Blue Wahoo Stadium from September 21st to September 27th, including every game in which Pensacola could clinch a series win. Any unplayed games will be credited towards a regular season home game in 2024. Don't miss out as the Wahoos chase another championship. To purchase tickets, visit bluewahoos.com. Built to win. Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday, September 2nd as the Crimson Tide kick off the 2023 season against MTSU. On your home for Alabama football, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 
Join thousands of firearm and knife enthusiasts at the Pensacola Gun Show, Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th at the Pensacola Interstate Fairgrounds. Buy, sell, trade, or just browse. Daily concealed weapons, classes, new and used guns, body armor, knives, and affordable priced ammo. Buy, sell, trade at the Pensacola Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Pensacola Interstate Fairgrounds. This is the gun show Pensacola's been waiting for. This weekend, we'll see you there. We accomplished goal number one. We won the game, which was outstanding. Defense, three takeaways. You with me? Winston lofts it, sideline, caught over the shoulder. Beautiful throw and catch right in stride to Miller. The New Orleans Saints beat the L.A. Chargers in week two of the preseason, 22-17, after a rushing touchdown from the rookie Kendra Miller and a series of field goals from Will Lutz. Coming up this Sunday, the Saints play the Houston Texans back in Caesars Superdome. Catch all the Saints action on WPNN. Uh, back at you on the Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show presented to you by good friends at Sant- the Santa Nissan right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. Jimmy Cagle, our producer, Paul Chestnut with you. As we told you, Bankley, you know by now, Baker Mayfield, starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's listen in what he had to say. Yeah, I think now we're, you know, we're going to treat this real game week like in season type so just practice schedule wise with the carded periods and stuff so yeah it, it'll it'll be nice to get one week under our belts till it's the real thing and uh yeah until we get rolling bigger it's not a huge surprise but can you just take us through when when you were told how you were told and sort of, you know what that conversation was like yeah uh, coach Bowles came up to me this morning um he had told me that he had talked to kyle already um just informed me um it's they were gonna roll with me and <clears throat> yeah just continue making smart decisions and, and go from there. So uh, now just got to, yeah, lead like I know how. Uh, and the real thing's right around the corner. So yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. Yeah, it'd be like, an, I mean, you've, you've been a starter everywhere you've been, right? I mean, going back to walking out of Texas Tech and all of that. But um, to win something, you know, they didn't just give it to you. You had to earn it. Is there an accomplished feeling that, you know, hey, I had to go out here and, and, and win this? Yeah, I mean, the ultimate goal is always to be playing. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you look at, you know, the big picture, it's one of those things you have to check off the box. So, uh, yeah, but now's, now's the time to really ramp it up and go from here and uh, start winning ball games that, that count. Baker Mayfield, post, uh, that's his press conference yesterday as the Bucks are going to finish off the preseason Saturday night against Baltimore at 6 o'clock here on Fox Sports, the Fame 101.1. Part of another big weekend of, uh, of uh, football here. You got the Saints Sunday night, 7 o'clock against Houston from the Caesar Superdome on WPNN. And it all starts Friday night when we're at Navarre, Catholic High School football at Navarre, 7.30 kickoff pregame, 7 o'clock, Fox Sports of the Fame 101.1. Have yourself a great uh, week, uh, great Wednesday. Brian Lester, Navarre Press, for guest tomorrow. You've been listening to Sports Roundtable. On the fam, one on one point one FM.